Hello, welcome to Serenity Wellness Podcast. My name is Nicole White and I'll be your host. This podcast is dedicated to helping you tap into your full potential of how you can heal and balance your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Together, let's explore inner self, connect with our strength, and manifest your true nature, one full of love, purpose, and passion. Welcome to episode 39, Dial Into You. I'm going to talk about dialing into you emotionally, physically, and intuitively, allowing you to connect further with your inner guidance and wisdom. We can often go through our day, our week, sometimes our life, not tuning into ourselves. We forget our needs and can get into people-pleasing cycles. I talked about that in the Boundaries Are Not Selfish uh, episode there in terms of people-pleasing as a reminder It's where we may often say yes when we mean no. We might put ourselves on the back burner in terms of our own needs and wants. And we can even get into codependency cycles. So if that sounds something that uh, resonates with a difficulty that you may be having, then you might want to check out that episode for added support. We will also ignore our intuition and repeat unhealthy patterns and cycles. This lack of dialing in to ourselves can cause overwhelm, exhaustion, frustration, resentment, an upheaval and chaotic nature of our emotions and our connection to our physical self. Dialing into you involves tuning into you and then listening. It's sitting with yourself and paying attention to you, being curious about what you notice. Noticing your emotions, how your body's doing, and what your intuition is communicating with you. As I talk with others and train them on this, it's common for people to forget to listen. They'll ask and then get distracted with the monkey mind or the have-tos. So for example, they'll, they'll dial in and to their physical body and notice how they're physically feeling. And then they'll ask their body what it needs in that moment to feel more balanced or to relieve maybe tension. But they forget the second step, which is just as important as the asking. We have to listen. And so they'll ask and then they'll get wrapped up into, oh, I forgot to put the laundry in the dryer. Or I should probably do those dishes sitting in the sink. Or I forgot to send that email. Totally ignoring and not listening to what their physical body is answering back in terms of what the need is in that moment or what could be helpful. The more we practice dialing in, the easier it becomes to recognize what is a mind distraction and what is your inner voice, that intuitive guidance, your inner knowing. So to start, let's look at dialing into your emotions. Dialing into your emotions allows for increased compassion and understanding towards ourselves. Many times we can avoid, ignore, and resist our emotions. We might jump over our primary emotion to our secondary. I talked about this in past episodes. Uh, I think it was in the emotional ladders uh, or emotional regulation episodes. So we can jump over our primary and then go to a secondary emotion. A common example of this is anger. So anger is its own emotion. It has its own you know, ladders within anger, for example, of what that looks like and feels like. 
but at times anger is the secondary emotion. And when we go deeper and underneath, we notice that the primary is actually anxiety. It's that fear or loss of control, worry mind, uh, lack of ability to maneuver life in the way that we want so we can get anxious. And as a response, we may jump over that anxiety and express it through anger. It's just one of many examples of how we can jump over our first emotion and go into a second one instead. We might also use escapes like alcohol, drugs, or other addictive behaviors to numb out, even though we recognize that it often will cause more chaos, disruption, and actually elevate the emotion that we're trying to numb out. You know, if it's a substance you're using to numb out, when you sober up, it's still there. The emotion is still there. And often there's a lot more that comes with that then. And keeping in mind, addictive behaviors is not always substances. There are a lot of different addictions out there. Food addictions, gambling, sex, porn, thought addictions, and thought patterns of addiction. So being mindful if you're trying to numb out. Because again, it's not going to resolve the emotion. It will still be there. We can also get into self-sabotaging cycles due to a fear of truly experiencing some emotions like happiness, success, and love. Individuals will, you know, at times not allow themselves to truly feel happiness. They'll get there and they'll feel it, but they also have this worry of when is it going to go away? This is only temporary. I can't truly embrace it because it's not going to last. And a fear of that emotion changing. As we talked about in impermanence, all emotions change and shift. None are permanent. So yes, happiness will come and go. But to deny ourselves the opportunity to feel these emotions due to fear, again, leads to self-sabotaging behaviors and a denial to our true self of what we are worth and what we deserve. Another example of fear of emotion is, uh, you know, sometimes we fear emotions because we don't feel like we have the tools or ability or even know sometimes what the emotion is. So we might fear and avoid it. An example uh, is in depression or with depression. Sometimes people will really be afraid to feel and work through that emotion. They're afraid they're going to get stuck there or they're going to be crying nonstop or they're not going to be able to function. So they'll resist it and avoid it, but it just gets deeper and it gets stronger because we're ignoring it. I talked about that before in that example of the research done by Dr. Amoto and how he showed us through water molecules and the white rice experiment, how when we ignore, it gets much greater. It tries to get our attention in a much larger way. So when we're dialing into our emotion, it's about asking yourself how you are feeling with curiosity, noticing how you feel, and exploring what's it about. Not just looking on the surface, going deeper, really trying with curiosity to sit within it and ask yourself guided questions to get to more of an understanding. By going deeper into the understanding, it will allow us to get out of entangled cycles. These entangled cycles of emotion can be connected to other events, perceptions, 
and storytelling we've done. So you, you know, want to, again, give yourself this pause and patience with really trying to go deeper underneath to see what that's about. And then ask yourself what you need in this moment. You know, when you experience the emotion, what do you need then to help you, to support you, to have compassion and non-judgment towards your emotional experience in that moment? And then I often encourage people to have two different types of lists ready for themselves. The one is five things that will help relax and unwind. And the other is five things that help with creativity and inspiration. And you might want to have these lists ready before you, you know, start doing the dialing in. And that way they're readily available. You pull it up and you see which one on that list feels right at that moment. Paying attention, asking yourself, and seeing which one you're guided to use. The other area is dialing into our physical body. This is another area that we ignore. We don't tune into ourselves and ask how we're doing what we need in the moment. This can cause exhaustion, overwhelm, even physical injury. We'll block ourselves from self-care. We can end up, you know, overtaxing our whole system, not allowing for relaxation or balance, thinking that means we're lazy or we're not motivated enough. And we keep pushing and pushing and not paying attention to our physical body telling us something different. And this will often lead to exhaustion, pain, and injury. On the other end of the spectrum, we might not engage really with any movement and paying attention to the physical needs of our body. We might find ourselves just melting away on our couch as our body feels like it's deteriorating, getting no movement at all, which has, again, just as much of a negative impact on us. We can even ignore signals from our body related to the food that we eat. And if it's truly something that's providing nourishment and healthy digestion. Paying attention to what our body is saying is important because ignoring it isn't going to make it go away. It can only make it start getting louder. And when we look at intuition, when we dial into our intuition... It helps us in both of these categories with emotional and physical awareness. To connect with our intuition, stillness is key. It's only when we have stillness that we can hear what's underneath, that we can connect to a deeper level of understanding. By going deeper into our understanding, it allows us to go underneath the mind chatter the cognitive emotion mind, like we talked about in wise mind. Stillness allows things to connect deeper. By dropping in, we're connecting to our inner wisdom, that knowing. When you're listening, pay attention to how you feel when certain understandings come to surface. Can you feel it physically in your gut? That area a little below your belly button? Did your body tense? Or do you notice a change in your emotion? You might even feel a tingle by your third eye, that space between your brows. 
pay attention, excuse me, if you notice, it's showing you patterns in your life that you continue to repeat. I know I didn't get much into my energy therapy work, but uh, as a little note within that, um, the universe will keep repeating cycles until we get the message and communicate back that we got it through different choices, understandings, and behaviors. These cycles will continue to repeat themselves and get more intense over time. But anything that we want to release and we want to move from and heal from, it's important to know that you must be truly willing to let go. You must be willing to recognize with acceptance and understanding any lessons that you need to know and learn in order to heal this. Otherwise, we will hold on. And sometimes that holding on is under the surface or at a subconscious level until we explore it a bit more. An example is anxiety. For example, um, if someone is working with high levels or struggling, I should say not working with, but working with too. But if someone has high levels of um, cyclical patterns of anxiety, they may cognitively know that this is something they would like to balance differently. But under it, they may have a bit of a thread of connection there to wanting to keep it. Perhaps, for example, their anxiety allows them to practice self-care differently under the umbrella of anxiety. So they notice they're getting more anxious and it allows them a reason then to slow down and to unwind. Not recognizing that that's part of self-care and that they can practice all of those things and still be able to let go of the high attachment to anxiety. So we can have a conscious desire, and underneath we may still be holding on somewhere. And again, through this practice of sitting and dialing into self, you'll be more aware of any threads there that are holding you back from moving forward. As you practice all of this, it will become easier to connect. Initially, we often have to build up our trust in ourself, and dissolve fears that may block us or that might arise during the process. This increased connection, though, will elevate our awareness. And in this elevation, it will also elevate the awareness to synchronicities that are happening around you. Those universal messages that are tapping us on the shoulder to let us know where where we're supposed to be in that moment in terms of aligning with the universal connection. Stillness and the connection to intuition is an integration of our conscious, subconscious, but also downloading information from universal consciousness. Only when we allow space can we do that. If we're wrapped up in our monkey mind and busyness and continually keeping ourselves in this busy cycle or numbing out, we don't allow space for what is available to all of us through connecting with universal consciousness. When you're working on practicing this connection more to your intuition, pay attention to those things I mentioned, but also pay attention to evidence that starts to unfold around you. The moments when you get uh, clarity or confirmation that your intuition was on point Write things down as they come to mind so you have maybe a journal of things that you can reflect on 
and be aware of. Again, noticing those synchronicities that happen around you and paying attention to any messages you may receive that are trying to guide you further towards your own healing. If you practice these areas I talked about today, some things you may gain are improved emotion regulation and healing, physical balance and wellness, a decrease in impulsive behavior, self-sabotaging patterns, and unhealthy choices. It will increase your connection to inner knowing and universal consciousness and will heal generational threads. So again, take what you feel resonates from for you in these podcasts, but this technique of dialing into you can really help to balance you emotionally, mentally, and physically. But this connection to your intuition and trusting and connecting is just uh, something that is so valuable and we all have the ability to do it. You have an inner knowing that connects you. Allow yourself permission to maybe try it out. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to maybe happen the first time you do it. As we've talked about, this is mind training. This is uh, training to drop within and to gain comfort and stillness, which that in itself can be really uncomfortable for people. But if you practice, this is something that is available to you. It just takes practice, and you might be surprised at what ends up happening over time in terms of unfolding for you in your emotional and physical health, but also in your ability to really be aware and to to break apart things that you might feel like you're stuck in right now. As always, I appreciate you joining me. Um, As I mentioned, I know I haven't talked much about the energy therapy part of my uh, career and life and all of that, but I will get more into that. I just met with a good friend of mine on Monday. He is helping me with my web design and video production stuff. So as I get a couple things, uh, he's got me... Uh, I've got some things checked off on, or things on my list that I need to focus on and get checked off real quick. Uh, so as I do that, I will move more into the energy therapy part of things as well. And I look forward to all the things coming about even from my work with him in terms of uh, he's doing some video production for me and uh, the online course stuff as well as some other things coming down the line here. So thank you for your patience as I'm doing that. I know I'm a day late getting this podcast out and I am going to really try my best to have this out weekly still as I'm working on this next phase of business development, but just bear with me as I might miss a week here or there, or I might be a day or two late, but I'm going to do my best to stay on track. So thank you, everybody. You can check us out online, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, or on our website to see what we have going on. Have a good one, and I'll talk to you soon.